Hi everyone, welcome to the seventh episode of the Laura Chats podcast. Today with us we got the incredible singer-songwriter originally from Cyprus, Rafaela. How you doing, Rafaela? Welcome aboard. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. It's it's very good um, to be here talking with you today uh, with our listeners. So we got plenty of time and loads of very interesting things to talk about. So first of all, uh, tell our beautiful listeners who uh, Rafaela is, because I'm, I'm I'm pretty confident that you know better than me who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hope so. Um, yeah, I'm a singer-songwriter, um, artist. Um, I'm from Cyprus, uh, based in London at the moment. And yeah, Rafaela is a bold, um, bold, independent artist. Yeah, I um, like it. Yeah, I, I want to believe that I'm pretty bold and um, fierce, I'd say. That's how I would describe myself. Uh, I do pop mostly, lots of ballads, uh, lo- lots of songs to cry to. Yeah, we <laughs> or... love sad tunes. <laughs> Yeah, angry songs, sad songs. We have some happy ones, but mostly that's what we're working with at the moment. Oh yeah, sadness, uh, for sure. It's one of those things that we we think of so much these days, but um, still it may bring us some some joyful moments anyway, because um, it it gives us loads of time to think of who we are and what we are doing, and maybe it it will help us. So yeah. Anyway, so what are you currently working on? So are you are you doing okay wherever you are at the moment in the world? Um, do you manage to get your things done? So just generally wanted to know uh, where are you at with your um, with your journey, with your artistic journey, to be honest. With my artistic journey? Um, okay, first of all, I am actually moving back to Cyprus at the moment. Uh, for the next few months um, to record and uh, film some video clips. Uh, yeah, I just miss my family. I want to quarantine there a bit with them. And, you know, like London is a pretty weird place at the moment to live. <laughs> yeah, I've been so, told. <laughs> yeah, so I think I'm gonna take a break and go back there and with my artistic journey everything is going pretty well everything is going um, according to the plan we me and my team were very good at planning and we kind of uh, scheduled ahead all of this so we're we're on schedule and yeah. we have a few releases coming out yeah who knows maybe an album coming out soon <laughs> Let's not spoil it all. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not yet, at least. So, um, you've already mentioned that bold and fears are like two main topics. Is there like a specific definition of uh, Rafaela as an artist project Cause, um, or even influences? I mean, uh, anything you would like to tell us about influency and um, yeah, influences and basically all of these interesting topics that tell exactly who the brand and the artist are. Well, I think that uh, Rafaela as a brand is quite different than me as a person because the music that I listen to doesn't really 
um, doesn't really um, sound like the music that I write or oh, yeah. um, the the music that I produce and the the theme. I'm a, I'm I'm a very bubbly person, but Raffaello is more like strong and I don't know, kind of sad and angry and. I think I'm very, when I write my music, I'm very inspired by um, Demi Lovato, Adele, Pink, you know, like big divas. Yeah. I think that's what Rafaela is, like she's a big diva. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'm more like, I am a diva, but I'm more like, I'm, a, I'm pretty bubbly and uh, I love to like have fun and... Um, I listen to different kinds of music when I'm on my own, but it doesn't really um, make any kind of sense with what I'm actually writing. Because I love very slow and chill songs. I I listen to lots of like um, like lots of like R&B laid-back songs, and I write very pop like intense songs. <laughs> so it's so. It's very um, interesting to see. I mean, it's not the first time that I've heard these stories, but it, I mean, not necessarily the music that you listen to. It's it it will end up be the music that you write about. Actually, you you're making me feel like um, reminding to my very beginning when I started to you know write my first songs. I was uh, at home in uh, my own country and I was in a in a rock band i was very into rock and alternative metal kinds of music and and i was only listening to that kind of music so pretty much i didn't have a choice if i had to write something would have been you know that sort of influences but then i ended up not liking what i was writing because it was exactly those influences <laughs> i was listening to so yeah i mean the more you listen to and um, even if it's not the music that you make but that makes you inspired in a different way so that you write something that is authentic to you that's i think one of the most exactly. beautiful um things to know about songwriters and artists Yeah, I look I look up to many big artists like I said before like Adele, Demi Lovato, Taylor Swift. Um I I look up to them, but of course I listen to other artists that my music is not very similar to like um I don't know, I so many actually. I I listen to all kinds of um music. I come from a very musical theater background but I also love pop and I love rock and sometimes a bit of like country I listen a bit to everything so um, it's it's quite hard when I have to like sit down and write in a specific kind of genre because I have like influences from everything yeah I, I totally get it sometimes it's difficult <laughs> to pick something in particular but you know so um You're planning something, as I've as I've heard before. You're planning some releases. Would you like to go yes. a little bit more specific? Of course, um, I'm releasing this project, which is a a big story, um, and I'm releasing parts and parts of the same story. So everything is quite connected at the moment. I've released Broken first, and then Liar. Then it was in another life and now I'm releasing um, Big World which is quite cool actually because we're all stuck inside and um, I was having this meeting with my manager and I was like how can we make this video clip like 
cool, you know, because you don't just want to like release a lyric video that's boring. You want people to interact with it. And I really had a very clear vision of what I wanted the video clip to, to look like um, back when we were planning it. But it's quite impossible to do it now with mm -hmm. COVID. Yeah, I know. So, I'm in the same situation, so I understand it. You need to, yes. to come up with some interesting ideas. Exactly. So we're like, let's do something simple but like still interesting and i was complaining for the whole meeting about mm -hmm. how much i miss traveling <laughs> and how much yeah. this song is like uh, it reminds me of traveling and moving back to london when i first moved here and he was like why don't we do it on that so i was like what do you mean and we had this cool idea of asking people to send us their videos of their favorite places um, everywhere in the world. So now we have so many like uh, videos from all these people and we're gonna like put them all together in the video clip and that's gonna come out after the song comes out. And I love this. Yeah, we're gonna have everyone kind of being a part of it and it's gonna be more personal to all of them out there, to the people that listen to our music and yeah, it's been it's been fun. Yeah, honestly. I mean, <laughs> I I I cannot stress myself enough and, and our listeners as well that we should always. I know it's tough. I mean, it doesn't happen to me as well every every single day. There are days where I'm feeling so interactive and entertaining, but there are some days when I'm feeling very low and sad because still the scenario hasn't changed much, and um, and sometimes you feel a bit, you know, like. I'm running out of solutions for my career, for my, you know, for the future in particular, because uh, we can plan things. We just need to look at the present and see in a very short term what, what we'll be looking at and, and doing as well. So, exactly. yeah, but looking at this scenario as a way to, you know, like a challenge, find interacting and you know, great ideas to come up with content that is authentic to you in the case of being an artist, but you know, ideas that will make you feel probably not like appreciating because you can't necessarily appreciate by its, in, by its own entirety uh, this period, but still finding something that helps you out. You know, that's what I'm saying to, to be resilient and, and, and thrive the best as you can. Yeah, I completely agree, completely agree. So thanks for putting it out and um, yeah. <laughs> we're looking forward um, to, to hear and not only the single but also to see um, the video. And um, so now let's talk about something very personal. I know you love personal questions. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you decide to become an artist? So is there something in particular, like a, a moment that got got in your lifetime saying, okay, this is what I'm what I'll be doing for the rest of my life um, I knew that I wanted to become a singer from a very young age my dad is a pianist he's a performer himself my brother is a bass player my sister plays piano oh my god <laughs> yeah we can have a whole band uh, my grandfather was a pianist himself so we've been quiet in this musical journey for a long time all of us and like my family in general is very artistic um, and I remember I was always uh, 
you know visiting my dad when he was playing gigs like when even when i was really young my mom used to take me with her everywhere so i was going to all the gigs and weddings ever since i was like one or two years old and my dad brought brought me with him on stage once and i sang when i was like two years old um like a children's song it wasn't even like an actual like song but i sang and i just saw all of them looking at me and like like you know the applause and i was like oh my god i remember that moment i still remember the whole like all of them just looking at me and the applause and i was like oh my god i want to do this for the rest of my life and that's how it started i tried i tried to do other stuff growing up i wanted to become a teacher i wanted to become like um, working with kids and stuff because i love kids and working with them and I tried musical theater for a while, which is a really big part of my life and who I am. But then I started writing my own songs and I realized that I kind of have like a story to tell. So that's when it happened. That's when I actually realized that I should be like an artist. Yeah, very beautiful. Beautiful and truthful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that all your family was... um was like surrounded by music it's so good because yes. you inherited the passion and that's i did i did and they're all very happy for me i'm the only one who kind of got out of cyprus and like i'm really trying to follow my dreams and they're all very supportive that's that's the best scenario as possible yes. um <laughs> be supported by <laughs> the the first of your fans because family is always the first of your fans I say. exactly so you're currently working on your releases, so everything to me sounds like you're on the right track. But what's your main ambition like for... I know it's, like I said already many times, it's tough to think about long term for your career. But is there, is there like an ambition, like your biggest goal uh, to plan for the next five years, let's say, you know? Oh uh, my God. What's your biggest you're ambition? to me, I'm like the biggest dreamer that you've ever met in your life <laughs> i i just daydream all day all my friends are trying to kind of like take me down to earth and i'm like no let me live my my dream i'm just always thinking and like planning and i have so many goals i'm so ambitious as a person i believe in myself quite a lot honestly because i think that to be able to have those dreams you have to quite believe in yourself and like what you're doing so um, I think that one of my biggest like goals for the next five years it will be like to play in a huge like I don't know like Madison Square Garden or something. It's like huge, but I would love to. Like it would be the best thing ever. I know um, the feeling. Yeah, I would love to like do huge stuff. Like I think. You know when you like close your eyes because you're an artist yourself so you I think you understand what I'm saying but you know when you close your eyes and you just want to open them and see this crowd yeah that, like, uh, they actually know one the time lyrics. it happened to me yeah when I was oh playing uh, at the Royal Albert Hall like um, November 2019 oh my god I remember that yeah with Ruby High shout out and uh, <laughs> <laughs> love them we love them all <laughs> we love you guys we miss you and uh, so I remember when I was like, it, it was like for uh, a bunch of songs, but when I was on that stage and there were like a few thousands of people in such a legendary place, I remember, you know, enjoying the moment and 
I don't know, I was thinking about when I was a kid and practicing hours in my room, um, like um, like I had a sort of practice room in my um, in my house where I used to practice a lot and thinking about the future of, you know, dreaming about playing in such venues. And then when I got there, it was, oh my God, it was like... It must have been amazing. Amazing because it's like an achievement and, uh, you know, you're, you're just uh, remembering those moments and... Uh, and uh, feeling how grateful you should be um, you know even though these days it's tough to be grateful because our industry has been hit like never before but still definitely, definitely. In, in the past there are some great memories we should relieve those memories and and bring them to uh, to the next level which is now <laughs> obviously oh God. yes so uh, <laughs> i do understand what you're saying i mean yeah, and I can't wait to like be in a big stage and like see people like like singing my lyrics, you know, that that's that would be amazing. That's yeah. the dream. <laughs> OK, so uh, what is the what is the most important um, aspect in your um, in your art history? Uh, let's say the craft of being a singer songwriter as not only um, it doesn't mean exactly just writing music but as well lyrics and there's production arrangements i mean each artist has a particular uh, theme or characteristic that pops out to each of us minds um, for example let's just make an example billy eilish is about creepy images and whispering vocals which is very beautiful and minimal at the same time so what is the main part for Rafaela? So what is that sort of characteristic that when people think of you, they, they already understand it's about you? So is it the lyrics, the music, something particular about, about your music? Um, I think what I tend to do quite a lot, especially lyrically or like on my songwriting, I write quite big choruses, like very strong choruses, and they're usually choruses that you can um, you can remember quite easily. I like they're usually big, um, like loud and like yeah, too much sometimes. But um, yeah, um, and then again, like I said, I would say like bold images, maybe lots of red and uh you know like the diva kind of attitude kind of thing going on i'd say a lot um maybe i don't know maybe like the storyline or um i don't know i think i think that themes i think that my thing will be themes because i'm very big yeah. fan of concept albums so I think that would be my my thing. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a good it's a good um, scenario because concept is like what people what actually the listener can think of because when you when you're like uh, listening to um, a track um, to an artist's voice and then you listen to the lyrics it, or even not just the lyrics but even the sound it might take you somewhere. It's because of the concept that it generates. But obviously, lyric-wise, if you have the chance to understand the lyrics, so the message that the artist is delivering to you, then it brings you to another dimension, and that's uh, you know great. If you craft on concepts, then it will help so much more, and um, it's a very great uh, tool to be working on. 
So, um, yeah, let's talk about, you know, um, coping as a professional artist. Um, these days it's quite tough and it's not just tough for, you know, professional artists. Um, so do you have an advice for not just the people in the same business as us, but as well uh, all the ones in the entertaining, creativity industry and uh, even anyone who's like facing a hard time, you know, what's the best advice that you can give in, in order to be, you know, let's not just say completely happy, but at least quite relieved and the, the key to mental and physical balance these days. Um, you mean what advice I would give to people during this yeah yeah anything that could help them out to you know stay active um, I'd say first of all take one day at a time um, and try to make the most out of each day like some days you can be productive and then some ta- some days you can just stay in you know like watch a movie and chill take a bath I I do this quite a lot I have like very intense days that and I think I kind of like when I have like a week in front of me I like I quite like planning a lot and I know that in between like in the middle of the week there's gonna be a day that I'm gonna feel stressed or um, everything is just gonna be too much for me to handle so I kind of give myself a day once a week or twice to like just chill and relax take a walk Uh, do some exercises, watch a movie. Uh, or even moments within the day. It can yeah, be like course. the evening. For- yeah, like I think my, my, my routine, because I, I developed this routine now, I, I wake up pretty early and I'm trying to like find myself things to do because I feel like you can easily get lost between the days when every single day feels the same. Um, I just find things to do. I I like I have it. I have this thing. My manager hates it <laughs> because I plan way too long. Like I'm already planning my third album sometimes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I I find myself like writing down ideas. Uh, I write a lot of songs. Um, I just I'm just trying to be like you know cr- as creative as I can. And if I feel for even for a second that I'm losing like I'm losing whatever I'm doing like I'm, I'm losing myself then I just take take some time off you know like be offline for a bit because like so, so social media is not the best for you either I just I just get off uh, social media I have like a bath I cook something nice I go for a walk I call my friends my family and it just feels better you know like me and my f- best friend we we came so close during this quarantine we kind of lost each other for a bit um she's in greece at the moment so i i actually didn't see her for three years and we were just like talking every single day during quarantine just to check up on each other make sure that we're both okay because we both lived on our own and we would like you know catch up and Or we would even like watch a movie together. We put the movie and then we like comment through it. Um, oh, so like remotely you were watching together the same movie. Yes. <laughs> This so, that was awesome. You know, you feel like you're with a person even when you're not. I did I did this quite stuff like during quarantine, especially especially the first one. <laughs> really? It would be so good. Yeah. Even if there's latency because uh, I love doing that. 
<laughs> Let's just say you have seen the final scene uh, five seconds before the other one because the connection puts you in a um, sort of latency. You can already spoil it at the ending to the other person. <laughs> That's so funny. You know, you know what though? There is the Netflix. Netflix does this Netflix party thing now. Okay. And you can watch at the same time, so there's not a connection issue. Oh really? And you can comment on like the chat and stuff. Yeah, it's been quite fun. Okay. I, <laughs> I kind of um, a friend of mine gave me his um, his details for his um, Disney Plus yeah. uh, account, and I've been watching all my favorite shows all over again, and I feel like a kid. <laughs> <laughs> we, I've we, been doing stuff like that. <laughs> we always have that sort of inner child that you know sometimes comes up and tell us, "You gotta do this, and then you gotta do this, otherwise I'm not gonna feel okay." <laughs> Exactly. I yeah, and mine is she's a spoiled brat. She she wants to she wants to watch Hannah Montana sometimes and I'm like, "Ruff, we are we are 22 years old. We don't watch Hannah Montana anymore." And she's like, "No, we are and we're watching Zack and Cody as well." Oh know? my god. <laughs> This is literally me uh when I was like 12, 13 years old. Exactly. <laughs> Or even exactly. younger. <laughs> But I don't know. I I've been watching them quite a lot lately, and it makes it makes me feel nice, especially in the evening before you go to bed. You just relax and you feel, I don't know, happy. Yeah. So takes me back to happier times. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. So um, establish um, relationships, even if it's from remote, but still. I do really appreciate what you just said about you know keep an eye on the ones that you care about and. Um, yes. You know, uh, try to build healthy routines. I definitely relate quite a lot with uh, sports and activities, exercises, and uh, even watching movies, interacting yourself with culture, music, arts. They're never corrupted. You know what I'm saying? They're not yes. like uh, completely, um, you know, influenced by. I mean, they're influenced by some really bad things sometimes, but still, they're not just constantly bombarding you with all the news that you hear about uh, what we're living together, and even something else. Because when I always when I switch on the TV and there's a TV newspaper going on, I always switch off because I find myself when I'm switching off the news for like a bunch of days. I'm feeling so much more relaxed because you know, yeah, it, it's I just agree. a constant feeling of, you know, being so in a in a passive way as well because it's like it's like repeating the same story all over again every day and then you hear it and exactly. nothing is is changing so much. So for a while just keep an eye on the news but not too much and socials as well. I honestly don't watch uh, TV, like I don't watch the news or anything, I don't read anything. I let my friends read them, like, <laughs> and, <you'll be laughs> and then they let, yes, and then they let me know, like, they, you know, they just, uh, <laughs> they just filter everything, take out all the I, I too much stuff, like the not important stuff. Just letting me know, do we, how long do we have to stay home? Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> That's all I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> anyway, so um, we've already talked about so many things. Like uh, we've talked about um, establishing relationships in this tough scenario. We've talked about you know um, creating routines that are healthy to us, uh, and um, you know 
we're talking about hobbies in this part of you know our our podcast um, episode is there something that you found you know in this period by you know apart from all those activities that you mentioned like watching a movie or um, you know looking at um, I don't know maybe information that you might need for for your future um, planning and uh, but what about you know when you're chilling um, and for example you're planning something but at the same time you need to switch off for a while so is there anything in particular that you found being passionate about these in these past few months in lockdown feeling bored and then what should I do and then you found something that you used to love so much or maybe that you were not aware of and then you start doing it if there's something that you want to tell us about obviously um there are a few things that I've been doing. I'm not sure if I would call them hobbies, but or like any I've activities been like them. Not like a necessarily hobby. I've been watching lots of YouTube. I used to be obsessed with YouTubers when I was younger. And I've been finding myself watching them again. I love reading. Um, is that a hobby? I love reading a lot. Uh, I love cooking baking i found myself doing lots of apple crumbles <laughs> oh my god i love it <laughs> that was my go-to um i used to do it all the time um and yeah i that's the main things i mean i, I love like i said i love you know listening to music and watching like movies um i i watch quite a lot of youtube i i've been doing this thing now I've been trying to to find more independent artists to listen to because I love supporting Great. independent artists. Yes. And I found quite a lot that I'm actually like I'm I'm really interested on what they're doing at the moment and I really I really hope they they get bigger and bigger honestly like it's I've been doing that a lot. Yeah, my um, Spotify is very active at the moment. <laughs> also, another thing that sometimes I like to do is um editing a playlist even if it's just for myself um, i mean i have a bunch of playlists that are on my spotify artist account but still even just for myself and I sh maybe share it with a friend just a playlist entirely made on a genre base or mood and edit because then oh my you god same same i send my <laughs> best friends i make her little playlist every now and then and send them to her she loves them um and i i also have like you know i have the playlist that i make for my artist like profile but some of them don't even have my songs inside and they're always like they're always telling me oh you should add your songs in there you know like <laughs> yeah, that's sure. how it works <laughs> and i'm like yeah but there's so many amazing songs as well like i just i love making playlists too mm. yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, actually you made me think that you know youtube is quite not um not like brand new because you said oh i used to be you know uh, obsessed with youtube when i was younger and then i think of youtube and social media platforms like something that is actually current but still you think of um you know what well, when was youtube founded and then you look at it and it's like almost 20 years ago you're like oh no <laughs> exactly exactly time is flying. i used to be I used to be in love with makeup and stuff like that, um, like lifestyle videos, cleaning videos. I love cleaning. Um, I also realized how passionate I am about organizing. I love organizing, especially fridges. I don't know what it is about fridges, but I, I've been very, <laughs> I 
very interested in like cleaning them and putting things like aesthetically like in aesthetically pl uh, places um yeah I, i love cleaning and organizing that's another thing that i found out um <laughs> yeah yeah it's good um, to tidy up and be organized yes be a tidy person that. yeah i'll take it from now on be a tidy person tidy up not not only your broom but also the mess in your in your mind because we, we we're all living you know as messy minds these days i think we can all quite relate with that definitely thank you so much raf for being here with us today thank you for having me and uh thanks for all your honesty and bravery i really wish all the success uh, same to you <laughs> by the way You guys are still on time to um, pre-save her upcoming single featuring uh, Mimi, which will be out uh, the 5th of February. So her upcoming single called Big World uh, will be out everywhere very soon. And guess what? There's a little bit of surprise at the end of the Laura Chance podcast. You'll hear a snippet of this track. And uh, looking forward to hear the full song on the 5th of February, Raf. Thanks again for being here. Thank you. And guys, again, thanks for tuning in. And um, I hope to see you all very soon. Stay uh, positive and safe. See ya. This is a big world and we are.